1450 WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM, booming into the Manchester area and beyond. A, a, a little side note here. I was deep in the heart of Derry last week, Jane Cormier. By the way, this is in touch with Ken Kale and Jane Cormier. And I was deep in the heart of Derry. Yes. Uh, and I was at an event in Derry. In fact, I was uh, at a concert. Huh. Saw Tower of Power, one of my favorite groups. Okay. They are fantastic, and they were uh, in Derry uh, just uh, last week and uh, got to see them. Were they at, at the Opera House? Uh, no, they were at, uh, what's the name Tupelo? of the Tupelo. Tupelo. So that's London yes. Derry, isn't Tupelo. it? It's like oh, right it's on in the there? line. Okay, all right. Yeah. 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 Right on the line. Okay. Uh, Derry, London Derry. But the point is, uh, I got out. I wanted to listen to the end of the Celtics game. They were playing Memphis that night. And I'm telling you, WKXL 101.9 on the FM dial was booming. Really? Into that parking lot. In Derry, huh? Crystal clear. Or Ooh. Londonderry. One or, or the Londonderry. other. There yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it was a Tupelo, which, uh, free plug here, I think it's a great venue uh, for music. It's uh, yeah. just, just the right size. Everybody is relatively close to the stage uh-huh. at, uh, at Tupelo. So if you ever have a chance to see a show... At Tupelo, that uh, that you you know, an artist that you like, yeah, and they have a lot of big names there. Uh, in the weeks and months ahead, just uh, check it out. Yeah, but no, I, we paid for our tickets, so no, we didn't get any any you know, anything under the table. But I'm just <laughs> saying, I like I like the venue. But you know, we're fortunate here in New Hampshire that we do have a lot of uh, nice venues. Yes. And earlier that week, uh, I went to uh, the uh, the Audi. The City Auditorium mm-hmm. in Concord for one of the Walker Lecture Series events and saw the uh, daddies, the daddies. What were they called? Oh, the daddios. Uh, da- yeah, daddios. The, yes. Uh, what's, what's the official name? I have it here somewhere. And they were they were great. They're, yeah. Uh, Rockin' Daddios. Rockin' Daddios. Yes. Rockin' Daddios. They're from the Lakes region. Yes. Did a lot of uh, doo-wop, you know, a lot of uh, late 50s, early to mid-60s songs. Yeah. And they were fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. They do a good job. I've I've heard them, and one of them actually was a, a took some lessons with me and performed with Piccola a oh, couple really? of times. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Forget great. his name right now, but yeah, he's part of the Daddios. And, and you know what? I was one of the youngest people in the audience, <laughs> or at least I thought I was. Yeah, yeah. And that never happens. Oh my goodness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. We just won't go there, okay? That's all right. <laughs> uh, but I'm telling you, everybody was into it, no yeah. matter what the age was. Yeah. Everybody was into it. Well, it's fun music. It is. You know? It is. People were singing along, <laughs> clapping their hands, you know, a couple danced in the aisles. And... Oh, my. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't go quite that far. No. But, uh, I don't think I could either. But it was great. It was a great night, and the, the Watcher, Walker Lecture Series is uh, tremendous. And I, I hate to admit this, but I will admit it to all the people listening to the show here today. That's the first Walker Lecture Series event that I have ever attended. Really? Yeah. I mean, wow. no, nobody to blame but well, myself. Well, it's been a long time. I used to go a lot when I had the kids, when yeah. my kids were younger. Yeah. Um, since, you know, they're older, I don't tend to go too much. But, yeah, it's it's a great series. Yeah. It really no, is. It really and truly is, and it's all free, folks. <laughs> all free. And uh, matter of fact, coming up on the 16th, I don't know when you're hearing the show, but coming up on Wednesday, the 16th, as we tape this on the 8th of March, on March 16th, it's 
Artful Noise. Mm -hmm. You should go to that one, Dre. Yes. Just because of the name of it. That's right. Yes, your (laughs) Artful Living show. Yeah. Uh, But Artful Noise, they're a string quartet. I believe they're from the Lakes region. Okay. So so who else can we plug? I've plugged Tupelo. Yeah. Uh, in Derry slash London Derry. We've uh, plugged the uh, Walker Lecture Series. Holy moly, we didn't know that we were doing that today. Uh, no, I didn't either. <laughs> I, I never know what I'm going to say until I open this microphone. That's okay. Yeah. But uh, today as we record this, what day is it? I mean, you know, there are countless things that we celebrate yeah. each and every day. There are. Uh, in the calendar year. So today is March 8th. Uh, as we record this. As yeah. we record this, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I'm always surprised when I do this. I always forget to do it, but... When you Google any day, yeah, you usually can come up with like twelve different yeah. holidays yeah. that are always strange, strange and wonderful. Yeah. Um. So today has a number. So I actually saw a couple of signs. Today is International Women's Day. Yeah. And so I knew about that one. You did. Those I probably haven't uh, haven't caught up with yet. Yeah. Well, into, of course, that's Girl Power celebrated, right? Oh yeah. Throughout the historical, cultural, and political achievements. I think so. they were supposed to wear purple. Really? That's what I heard. That oh was my. the rumor. Totally anyway. missed yeah. that one. Okay. I could have done that. I, I taught today at school, so I probably should have done that. Here's one that's really great. Be Nasty Day. Be Nasty. Yeah. Now, there's a day. So get your wittiest quips ready to take the sting out of your nasty words this day. Be Nasty, be nasty. Day. They spell that B-E or B-E-E? B. Space, oh, oh, oh. nasty. Because you, you mentioned take the sting out of it. I know that. It doesn't make sense. I read it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, Get your witty's quips right now. Yeah. No, no, no. It's loser. It has a picture of a girl going oh. loser. Oh, yeah. So the, it's the be nasty. Yeah. 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 Okay. Be then nasty we have national. Why do we have National Oregon Day? All right. Oh, there it you must go. be their their birthday. They must be celebrating the year they entered the union or something. There it you must go. Be a, um, commemorating that in some way. Now here's I, one, or the date they came into the union. Yeah, th- there's something like that. Obviously, it doesn't tell me. It just says get ready to celebrate the Beaver State. So, okay. Yes. Uh, or the Duck a, State. Some people call it the Duck State. Oregon really? Ducks, the University of Oregon, uh, known oh, as the Ducks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, good. You see, you always teach me yeah. something. Or is that um, Oregon State? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still Oregon, <laughs> right? Right. right. Um, yep. This one, National Organize Your Home Office Day. Ah. Now that. Well, is a good thing. It's a very good because, thing if you have a home office. Well, yeah. you know what? My home office is in a, a large bedroom that I have. Okay. And um, the problem is that I don't organize it. And I know for a fact, I don't know about what anyone else thinks, but I know that when I'm not organized, I don't like to use the space. Yeah, I, I can, I've I got a stupid I thing. That. I have this really nice setup with this beautiful old antique table, mm-hmm. you know, and all my stamps and all my, you know, files, everything, yep. calculator. Right what there. do I end up doing? I end up taking the stuff out of the room and going into like the kitchen or the parlor yep. to do the work I've got to do. And I have you, a space to do there. it. You don't stay there. I don't in, stay there. Now, the that's office. the problem. If, you, if it was organized appropriately when I walked in, I probably would. So I think that that's a good one. National Organize Your Office Day. But don't you think most people do their most important work on a kitchen table? Yeah, they do. I don't know. Uh, they probably do, but I don't know why. Why do we do that? I don't know. Have... Close to the refrigerator? I don't know. <laughs> Can, you know, make a cup of coffee, get yes. a sandwich. It's right there. Right. Uh, maybe cup you have a TV that you can watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. 
I suppose we could do all of that in the other room, but uh, I, I, I would like to get used to using the space because I do think it's good to switch. Switch your space. Yeah. Now, don't sit in one space too long, right? But here's my fame, my mo- my most favorite today. From, this is from March 8th. March folks. 8th. March 8th. So next Nas- March 8th, you can celebrate this. That's right. You've got a whole year. Right. Uh, National Peanut Cluster Day. Wow. And they have pictures of these beautiful. Hold it up to camera three chocolates. right there. Oh, yeah. Yum. National Peanut Cluster yes. Day. Okay. Start thinking about chocolate and crunchy peanuts. All right. That's nice. National That's nice. Peanut That's Day. That's good. I, uh, well, let's. Probably of, of the, uh, you know, the commemorations you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, that would probably be the most appealing to me as well. Yeah. That's yeah. a nice day. Yeah. Actually, you know what I did today? We'll talk about plugging, right? Yo. I went to Crust and away. Crumb today. Yeah. In so Concord. I decided I got home from, got home from teaching, went to the post office, uh, did a ton of stuff in like very short period of time. Then I said, you know what? I want to sit down and have a cup of tea and a something disgustingly Sweet. good. Sweet, yes. Right, right. So I drove myself down down to Concord, and I went in, into the crust and crumb, and I got a cake that had coconut chocolate sauce. I mean, it was, wow. Coconut and chocolate it sauce. Was, it had Ooh, other stuff, yeah. too. But, wow. And I had a nice cup of tea. And a cup of tea. And I enjoyed myself. No wonder you're, you're in such good spirits <laughs> today, Jane. Well, you, you sugar high. Are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The crust and crumb. Yes, yeah, they, wonderful. They do a great job. I haven't been in there in a long time, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But really uh, wonderful pastries, yeah. and they were busy, busy, busy. Yeah. So that's good for them. It sure it is. But you know, I, I was walking downtown uh, the other night, really, and uh, you know, walking by the uh, old location of CVS. I oh, mean, you know, know, that is a huge Space. loss. Yeah. And who huge loss? I think really to downtown Manchester. Do we know why they did it? Well, I mean, they closed a lot of CVSs at the, pretty much the same time. They consolidate, I guess, their I workers guess, yeah. a little bit. I mean, I know there's one on Loudon Road and mm-hmm. there's one on Hall Street uh, in Concord oh, as right. well. And, okay. and, you know, quite a few in the vicinity. But I'm thinking about those people. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure this is true for many people in downtown, especially the elderly, mm-hmm. uh, that don't have vehicles. Yeah. I right. mean, they could walk. I mean, because there's a lot of senior housing in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, I'm sure there was a lot of people. Uh, there were a lot of people that used to just walk down to CVS, to CVS yeah. to get what they needed. Right. I mean, and it's important stuff. I mean, it's not frivolous stuff, you right. know. Right, right. Uh, I mean, um, it's medicine. It's prescription drugs, you know. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, you could almost do your week shopping at, at CVS these days, the way they're stocked. But. Right, and I know they always had a good wine selection there at that CVS and yeah. uh, downtown Concord too. But I mean, <laughs> it, it just seems such a shame. Because, it is. It's a big yeah. space too. Big yeah, empty space big right space. in the middle. So, you know. So the question is, what are they going to do with it? I don't know. What are they going to do with that huge space? They have to rent it because it's a big void. I mean, it really is. Yeah, uh, they'll rent it. Something I, will go yeah. in there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure. Probably another bank. Oh, because, you know, which is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many banks? Bangor, you know, now we have Bangor Savings. Yeah. You know, God bless them. But, yeah. I mean, what's with the bank thing? Yeah. I'm waiting for the Seattle Savings Bank to move in. <laughs> that, that might fill the void for there CBS. Right, right. Always wanted a checking account in a Seattle bank. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, but, uh, you know, <laughs> really, the, the, the amount of banks just in downtown yeah. alone. Isn't that funny? 
let alone like, you know, Loudon Road and uh, other places uh, in, in Concord. Oh, there's a lot downtown. They're all close to each other, too. Yes, so. they are. Yeah. You know, all within walking distance, pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, take that out. I, I know there are other places downtown where you can get your prescriptions, but CVS was so yeah. centrally located. And it had stuff in there, too, other than that. You know, like you oh, said, yeah. they had groceries. And, sure. You know. Beer, Everything. wine, uh, right. you know, you name it. Yeah. Snacks, mm-hmm. uh, and all you know, all kinds of uh, toiletries and cosmetics and sure. what whatever you need, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. All the essentials, but now that's been taken away. I know. And uh, you know, you can't blame anybody from Concord for doing that. I mean, no, that no. was a corporate decision. Yeah. That was made by CVS, and and that wasn't the only one to go by the wayside, but a a very unfortunate location to lose for, mm-hmm. I'm sure, a lot of people. Yeah. In uh, downtown Concord, I so think we'll you're see. Right. Maybe, maybe they'll build another uh, <clears throat> uh, so-called casino in in that uh, <laughs> CVS. Uh, somehow, I doubt uh, it. Well, you never know. There's enough room. Yeah, there's enough room. Okay. I never thought we'd see a casino in downtown Concord, which we have right now. Uh-huh. Um, but so who knows? There may be two. Yeah. There may be competition. Oh my goodness. You know, you know, one addition we do have now in downtown Concord, and that is a pool hall. Where? Right on Main Street. Right on oh my Main gosh. Street. How did I miss it? Where is it? Well, it's uh, at the corner of uh, Main Street. And I'm trying to think the street that goes down like to the uh, Store Street Shopping Center. It's not Depot. It's not the it's, one with the games in it, is there? Is it's it? the one that used to have the games. And they took oh. the games out. Oh. They took the uh, the pinball machines. Uh, they do have one air hockey uh, game left in there. Okay. But it's mostly pool tables. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. yes. And uh, matter of fact, uh, my girlfriend and I were there the other night. Huh. And uh, I think it was a Friday night. And uh, quite a few people in there playing pool. Get out. Yeah. And do they serve booze or anything? They do. Yeah. They do. They Good. have snacks and okay. uh, really a full bar. A what? full bar. Okay. So you can go there, play pool for a reasonable price, and I'll give them a plug. Uh, Mondays are free. Really? You can play pool on Monday for free. free. And and really, uh, the rest of the time is quite reasonable. Wow. Uh, so that's great. Yeah, I I hope it. You know, hope they make uh, a go of it. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun. And honestly, I hadn't played pool in quite some time, but uh, it was fun getting yeah. back to it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. And uh, and so uh, I was downtown Manchester the uh, the other night uh, as well. And, uh, you know, they, they lost my favorite restaurant down there. I mean, they, you know, not, not through any fault of the city of Manchester, but it came at COVID time and what have you, the Republic, which was uh, a great spot down yeah. there. Yeah. And they had, you know, the farm-to-table food, yep. which, which was great. But my favorite thing was the Bloody Marys they had. Really? They had the best Bloody Marys at the Aww. Republic, and now that's gone. Wow. Yeah. So That's too bad. Oh, yeah, it is, but I'll get over it. I'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I tell you what, though, I hate to say this. I mean, because I know we're booming into Manchester right now. Yeah. We are. But downtown Manchester <laughs> has, has gotten has gotten. Pretty seedy. Yeah, it's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, yeah. it really is. And, uh, you know, I, I think we need more activity yeah. in downtown Manchester. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, love, love to see the SNHU Arena be able to get a prime tenant back in the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's unfortunate because it's a, it's a beautiful 
facility. Oh, absolutely. And if you put that uh, building back in the American Hockey League, where it used to be a number of years ago, up until 2015, yeah, uh, it would still, to this day, be one of the better buildings in that league. But mm-hmm. apparently we don't have any of our city leaders with the uh, get-up-and-go to try and find a what team a that might be willing to, Go to in there. sell to some uh, local people or move it or whatever. Uh, so I don't think there's been any movement. Everybody, uh, you know, when I run into people that I, I haven't seen in a while, inevitably the first question that always comes up is, oh, are we going to get hockey back in Manchester? Huh. That's the first question they ask me, and I don't know. I am I have no more inside information than anybody else. Huh. I mean, I always say I'd like to see it. I mean, we have a great building for it. Of course. And I think now that uh, you know, it it by the time by realistically by the time we could ever get it back, it's going to be at least four or five years between teams in Manchester or professional teams in New Hampshire hockey teams. And I think, you know, as they say, absence make the, makes the heart grow fonder. I think fans would come back yeah. uh, in in droves. Yeah, it would really uh, help and, downtown, you know, for sure. Yeah, at least initially, and I hope they would be able to keep it up and have the ownership that uh, had the wherewithal to keep it up and mm-hmm. keep ticket prices at a reasonable cost. Right. Because I, I think, honestly, that's what uh, ticked off a lot of people is that uh, after the uh, 15-16 season, uh, from from 2001 mm-hmm. up until 2016, the Manchester Monarchs were owned by the Los Angeles Kings. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they kept ticket prices at, you know, reasonable levels, about average American Hockey League ticket prices mm-hmm. at the, you know, in the second best league in North America, uh, the American Hockey League, right, yeah. right behind the National Hockey League. Right. The number one feeder system into the NHL is the American Hockey League. But then, uh, after the Kings sold it, and they sold it to a, a group from uh, Massachusetts uh, that had uh, little clue as to how to run a hockey team. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, I don't, I, that, according to the fans, now I, you know, never bought tickets because I, I was working for the team. Right. Uh, but according to the fans and the season ticket holders, uh, you got a, a lower level of hockey that came in after the Monarchs yeah. of the AHL. You went down a rung in terms of caliber of play. Right. And they were charging more for it. Yeah. Because they could, right? And, until they couldn't. And that's until they couldn't, <laughs> until they went out of business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That'll it's a, teach it's you. It's a great business model right <laughs> yeah, there. No. Well, obviously, they didn't know what they were doing, they, right? They didn't. They were, you know, they were pretty successful in the, in the business world. Yeah. Uh, but uh, running a sports franchise is a totally different animal. That's happening even in different, you know, cultural yeah. uh, aspects. When you have people that don't know the art form or the business, mm-hmm. and they come in because they're financial people, you know, they're yeah. financial geniuses, yeah. right? right? They don't know squat about what they're putting out there as a product. Yeah. And right. it will never work. Well, you hit the nail right on the head. That's exactly what so, happened. Uh, yeah. with the Monarchs uh, back uh, when they left town mm-hmm. and fired me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we will uh, take a break. It is In Touch with Kale and Cormier. And uh, you're listening to us on AM 1450 or uh, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 booming into Manchester and well beyond. And uh, also streaming wherever you may be in the country of the free world, at uh, nhtalkradio.com.
Welcome back. Where have you been? It's uh, in touch. It's <laughs> Kalen Cormier with you on AM 1450 WKXL 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in the uh, Manchester area. We were talking about different days that were commemorated. I, I was reading an article uh, recently, uh, which was uh, written by a New Hampshire author, but built around a story mm-hmm. uh, that was in uh, a website called travel.alot.com. And a website, that's it's a website, travel.alot.com. Mm-hmm. They okay. released an article which highlighted the ugliest town slash city <laughs> in every state, including New Hampshire. Now, I didn't think there was an ugly city or town oh my. in New Hampshire. Uh, it says, when choosing New Hampshire's ugliest city, yeah. travel a lot, considered factors like safety, mm. lack of maintenance, and poor design choices. Manchester. No. No. No, not Manchester. Right. Not Manchester. Uh, it's not, uh, well, it's... Wouldn't be Concord, because no, that's not Oh, Concord. no, absolutely not Concord. Is it sure. a big city? Uh, moderate size, I would say. I would say moderate. Ugly. Yeah, I'm trying to think ugly. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Rochester? You're getting warm. You're getting warm, Jane. Ah, well, it can't be Dover. It's not Dover, but again, close, <laughs> close. Farmington. No, no, you're in this in the ballpark though, in the general vicinity. I think Rochester, Durham. It can't be Durham. No, not Durham. Of course not. Um, it was what? Summersworth. No. Summersworth. Really? Name the ugliest city in New Hampshire. Here's why. Oh my gosh. And I, I'm quoting here from Travel a Lot, the the website. Uh, from high crime rates to businesses leaving at a rapid rate, people found it difficult to love the city they grew up in when they rarely felt safe enough to take the occasional evening stroll. What? So that, that's what I it have says. never heard that. It also says here, another another contributor said, the water smells weird, and the <laughs> Salmon Falls River is definitely very polluted. The majority of the town isn't very wealthy, so some of the roads are super cracked, and the local companies seem to be struggling. Huh. So there you go. Well, I know Summersworth has an awful lot of antique houses that they kept. Um, a lot of these communities, you know, when they renovated, ripped these old Queen, you know, Queen Anne buildings or the old Victorians. Yeah. But Summersworth is full of a, ni- a, a lot of beautiful old buildings. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised, too, uh, to hear Summersworth, honestly. It says, if you were born and raised in the Lilac City... And you meet someone who shares that experience, you instantly find common ground. Hmm. There are so many things to bond about in terms of Rochester. And there's a list that uh, it's 25. You know you are in Rochester. Rochester, this says. Rochester. Well, Rochester meaning meaning what? Well, what do you mean? What's Rochester? Well, this, this, is, an, this is another article. Oh, another article. Another okay. article. Gotcha. Yes, I thought they were referring to Summersworth at first, but this is about Rochester, which is right nearby. Right. So you know you're in Rochester when you find an old Roy's dairy milk carton while renovating a bathroom. <laughs> That's when, cute. When you see Parson Maine. Parson Maine. I have no idea who that is, but there's a okay. statue of him standing tall and proud 
in the middle of town. Huh. When you drive past Royal Pizza and wish with all of your heart, it was still open. Huh. And, and you know, there's a pizza place in my hometown, which is uh, Melrose, Massachusetts, Caruso's, in downtown Melrose. Hmm. And many times, it was relatively close to uh, Melrose High School, just across El Pond, uh, across from El Pond. And I didn't, we didn't walk across El Pond, but uh, maybe sometimes we did in the winter when it was frozen. <laughs> but but it was Caruso's. You get a couple of slices of pizza and a Coke. It was probably 99 cents yeah. uh, at the time. So I used to go there with some friends after high school from time to time, you know, which gave me the body of well-tempered steel I have today. Uh, but it, it hasn't been anything since Caruso's moved out, and that has to be, oh my gosh, I mean, time. 25 years ago. Why is and it's that? A nice, it's not. It's a good location <laughs> uh, in downtown Melrose, right across from a bank. Believe it or not. <laughs> But it's a good location. It really yeah. and truly is. It's not Wonder ex- why. It's not exactly in downtown, but darn close to it. Uh, but uh, Maybe yeah. somebody's just using the space for a tax write-off. Uh, it might be something else going on in there. I don't know. But uh, I always I always say to anybody I'm with at the time, is I wish Caruso's was still there. So that's the way uh, they feel about that pizza place that I just mentioned hmm. in Rochester. Royals Pizza in oh, Rochester. Amazing. So, so there you go. Rochester the Lilac, Lilac City, which was settled in 1728. My goodness, huh? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's also when you cross over the Main Street Bridge to get to downtown Rochester, nice bridge there. And I also think that uh, Rochester, I I, uh, I have not really, in all honesty, I, I went to the Rochester Fair once, just one time, and that yeah. was a long time ago when mm-hmm. they used to have uh, harness racing. At the Rochester Fair. Yeah. Uh, but I took my mother there once uh, for uh, some kind of a, a Methodist church meeting that they were having in all all places, uh, Rochester, New Hampshire. She was living in uh, Melrose, Mass. at the time, and I drove her up with a couple of other ladies, left them at the, at the church, and I had the chance to uh, walk around Rochester. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, a number of years ago, uh, 25, 30 years ago, walking around Rochester, the uh, predominant business at that particular time, and maybe it's still true, because I honestly don't go back that often, folks. Uh, <laughs> tattoo parlors, lots of tattoo parlors, really in Rochester. And, I, and from from that moment on, when I took my mother up there that day, I always called it the uh, the tattoo capital of, uh, of New Hampshire. I don't know. Is that true? Is that true? I don't know. That's what I called it. That's what I I never saw as many tattoo parlors per capita. Okay. Anywhere else. Uh, I haven't uh, been there in a long time. Uh, Down the, yeah. you're talking the, the middle of the town, right? Yeah, Down. pretty much, yeah. And, you know, especially at that point, you know, I mean, you know, tattoos are very prevalent today, of course. Sure. They, they weren't quite as prevalent back then, 30, 35 years ago, whenever that was. Uh, but uh, they certainly, at that point, anyway, had a lot of uh, tattoo parlors Yeah. Uh, in the city of, <laughs> of Rochester. <laughs> they did. I mean, it's just a fact. Maybe yeah. they still do. They probably do. They probably have more Yeah. at this point. Seems like everybody has a tattoo these days. Well, yeah, it does, doesn't it? It, it does. Yeah. It does. Weird. Yeah, not me, but uh, not it, me either. Se- seemingly everybody else. <laughs> it is uh, In Touch with Kale and Cormier. We're glad to have you with us today on WKXL. And don't forget NH Talk Radio, which streams 24 hours per day. Except when there's a Celtics game. <laughs> 
It can't do it. I mean, it's it's not through any fault of uh, WKXL. It's just that uh, uh, it's not permitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can't do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you can listen to the Celtics on uh How are they doing? Oh, they're doing great. They're doing great? Doing great. All right. Doing great. They've Good. won uh, what, 11 of their last 14. Good. At this, when we record this now. <laughs> By the time this makes it to the air, they could have lost six in a no, row. No, don't say that. Uh, don't but, say that. We'll but, be on next week. But they had a, a terrific. They, <laughs> <laughs> they had a terrific game uh, on uh, Sunday, uh, which was the sixth of March. Uh, big game against the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. With the Kyrie Irving getting booed every time he touched oh, the ball. Oh my! Uh, and the he Celtics, deserves it. He does. I just wasn't a he fan does. ever. No, I'm sorry. Uh, well, he certainly doesn't have too many right now in Boston. <laughs> But, you know, it could well be. Uh, I, I would love to see a seven-game series between the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. Really? That would That would be a lot of Ooh. fun. Uh, now, I say a seven-game series. I would love to see the Celtics win it in four straight. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but, you know, four out of seven You're in a series. You're saying the drama of it. The drama. Yes. And the excitement. The Get fans you. would be exhausted booing Kyrie <laughs> every time he had the ball for seven games. <laughs> Uh, but but they are a formidable foe, and uh, they really haven't played uh, uh, with their full strength, with their full core of players all year. I'm talking about Brooklyn now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they just uh, have started to do that, mm-hmm. and they're still not quite there. Right, because it's going to take a while to get it all together. Yeah, so, uh, you know, they are going to be formidable come playoff time when, mm-hmm. you know, Kyrie can even play at home. You know, he couldn't play at home all year because of the vaccine mandate. Yeah, I know. I get that. I don't even care about that part. I think he just was never consistent. They always used to say, what a great player, great player, great player. I'm like, where? Where did that greatness show itself? Because I used to watch him when he was on the Celtics, and and there wasn't. There was some good plays, but there's different between good plays and a great player. Yep. You're right. And he's never won anything without LeBron. So there you go. go. So uh, we'll see. Now he has another great player with him now, and Kevin Durant who is a great player, probably pound for pound, inch for inch, the best player in the NBA today. But and he doesn't get that accolade much. Why? He should. He deserves it. The kid it, is a phenom. I don't care how long yeah. he's been playing. No, it's true. It's true. And, uh, you know, he's had his share of injuries over the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. But, he's uh, getting older. He is. He is. But I'll tell you what. Someday, in a couple of years, if we're still sitting here, mm. we may be calling Jason, Jason Tatum. Pound for pound, inch for inch, the best player in the NBA. Get out of here. No, I, I think, you know, he's just, he's only 24. He's already tied Larry Bird for most 50-plus point games in Celtics history. And, you know. He is no Larry Bird. Sorry. No. No way, I, Jay. He no, doesn't oh. have that sixth sense. He doesn't have the leadership. I mean, Bird was in a category all by himself. There's no way. I don't believe it. I've never seen him to the point where I felt like it was something special there. Somebody asked me the other day, I was at the Celtics game on on Sunday, and uh, somebody asked me uh, that I was sitting next to uh, if I thought that someday Jason Tatum could be recognized as the best player in Celtics history. Oh, jeez, Louise. No, no, I didn't say the guy was crazy. I don't, you know, I don't think he's crazy, but... I said he would have to have a few more, and he doesn't have any right now, but a few championships attached to his name to even be considered. Yeah. I mean, right now, if somebody asked me, like you, Jane Cormier, who I thought the best player in Celtics history was, I would tell you Bill Russell. 
Well, I think you have to say Bill Russell, but I think Cousy was right there. Yeah, no, Cousy was But he was Cousy a big man. You know, Russell, Russ was the big guy. And let's face yeah. it, big guys back then, especially. Yeah. You know, he dominated his game, not he, just the center did. spot. He did. And... But you know what? This is the thing that defines for me. Whenever you've seen the ultra goat players, whatever sport they're playing, yep. and this is the, what I think about the player you've just talked about, they don't become great. They show their greatness from when they start from the first year, yeah. right? Well. Jordan came out great. Bird came out great. Magic Johnson came out great. It didn't take them four years to get to where they were. They were there. But you have to remember, though, you have to remember that the most of the guys you mentioned, you mentioned Jordan, mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned Bird, and mm -hmm. you mentioned Magic Johnson. Right. They all uh, went to school, college, for four years. Yeah. They all played four years of college basketball. And uh, Jason Tatum played maybe 20 games at Duke, and mm -hmm. that was it. Right. So, I mean, they, they came into the league a lot later mm -hmm. than, But for they example, probably had better skills of, of, of leading the team maybe than he did. Or, well, you know. I, I'm not saying – I don't think Jason Tatum is really a leader. I don't think he's a leader. But – I mean, he, he is already a prolific scorer. Yeah. And his his defense is not bad. No. Celtics right now are one of the top uh, defensive teams in the NBA. Uh huh. And he's a part of that. I'm no, not saying no he's doubt. the biggest part no of doubt. it. No doubt. No uh, doubt. But uh, Robert Williams, who's the center, is the biggest part of that because he blocks shots like crazy. Wonderful. Not quite like Russell. Mm -hmm. See, with Russell, here's the difference between Russell and a lot of other centers is the fact that. Certainly, he blocked a lot of shots, and centers block a lot of shots, yeah. generally speaking. Most do. Not as many as Russell, but in that ballpark. What Russell had the ability to do, and it was uncanny, uncanny is that he would be able to block a shot and then redirect that block to a teammate to start a fast break. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's yeah. what the great ones do. It's not the one thing that they do. It's their ability to connect the one thing and move it. That's what that's what the leadership I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Great playmakers, yeah. right? Those are the ones that you go, ooh. I mean, look at even Brady, you know, the way he plays the game is he plays the whole field. You know, he plays everyone in there. Everybody gets a chance. And he and he's thoughtful about how he does it. You know he's not he's not just where he is, he's already at the end of where it's going. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's that's all, the greatness always of it. Always uh, several steps ahead of yeah, the game. That's right. that is for sure. And that was definitely like Bill Russell. Yeah, he There's was. No, no he was a phenom. But Durant, was there ever a big man that ran the court better than him? I don't believe Very so. Very few. Very few. I can't, none immediately come to mind. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he is uh, he is terrific. Absolutely. I mean, he's a great player. And there, there was some talk a number of years ago that the Celtics were courting oh, him. Oh, boy. And that he actually came to Boston to uh, talk with them. But uh, I think it, he didn't want to, did it? Didn't, didn't work out. No, I don't think he was thrilled. Yeah. Don't think he was thrilled. I'm a big fan he, of that kid, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a he's a great player. Yeah. There's no doubt. He's probably the best uh, all-around player in the NBA. I agree with you. Right now. And and for the, all the years that he's played, he's been right up there the whole time. Yeah, he has. It is in touch. With Kale and Cormier, Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here. You're listening to WKXL, the station that's been around 76 years and going strong. 76 at least more to come, right? 103.9 on the FM dial in the Capital Region, 
in Manchester and beyond, and of course, streaming live 24 hours a day at nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back to In Touch. Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here. And uh, this is like uh, this show in particular, I think, Jane, has kind of become uh, like the, the Seinfeld of radio. <laughs> Why? Which, which, which is a tremendous compliment because I love Seinfeld. Oh, okay. I never watched yeah. it much. No? No. You, I don't know why. I think should. I was singing at that time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I wasn't. I watched very little TV for a lot of years. I, I have big gaps. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I watched Seinfeld because a friend of mine that I, I used to do basketball games with uh, said that you'd love it. Yeah, you, uh-huh. it's my kind of humor. Seinfeld's okay. my, and he was absolutely right because I did not watch it, maybe for the first season and a half, let's say. Okay. And he said you should, you really should, because I I don't watch that much, you know, like comedy and uh, yeah. you know, and since I was you know nine or ten years old, right? You know, when I watched like Green Acres and Beverly Hillbillies and Petticoat yeah, the Junction stuff that and was that on. stuff, yeah, right. yeah, and I still watch some of that. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but I went a long time without watching any comedies or any drama or anything. Yeah. I mean, I've watched sports and news yeah, right. and occasionally, you know, shows like 60 Minutes or what have you, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I and I, it's pretty much still true. Pretty much still true. Me too. That that's, uh, that's all I, I pretty much watch. But since he, you know, told me to watch Seinfeld, I did. And, you know, you can see it now. What does that got to do with the sports? Nothing, nothing. Oh. Just, just that I, I, I'm saying. No, this is a show about about nothing. It's not about it. I think uh, we're talking uh, about uh, stuff that uh, people are going to find interesting. But, but it's entertaining. Oh, is it's, it? See, that's why. That's okay. what I mean. It's like Seinfeld. Well, you know what? I that's felt it. bad on the break. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I should rein it in because I get very passionate about certain things. For instance, Larry Bird. Don't ever talk badly about Larry oh, Bird to me because I know about you Larry wouldn't. Bird. I'm just saying yeah. that. And but but I can come off as. Uh, you know, I could come off kind of as nasty, I think. When it's really not nasty, I'm just really... Oh, this is Be Nasty Day, though. We're, we're <laughs> recording right. this on Be Nasty Day, right? That's right. Yes. Okay, yeah. so see? Yeah. I can be forgiven. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but you're right. not being nasty. No, you're just... Oh, listen, you could you could easily, <laughs> easily make a case. Easily make a case uh, for saying that Larry Bird yeah. is the greatest Celtic of all time. You could make that case. Yeah, be close. Yeah, yeah, it would be because there have been so many great Celtics. Just That's right. Witness we, how many numbers we have, have been, been so retired. Spoiled. And and by the time people hear this, uh, number five is going to be retired. Kevin mm. Garnett. I loved him. Yeah, KG. I loved him. I mean, what fun he was oh, to yeah. watch. He, he was. Did he bleed yeah. for his game or did he bleed for his game? I mean, what a warrior. He yeah. was a warrior. You know, I can't hear the song, and, and they still play it before Celtics games, before the <laughs> opening tip. They play Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, my God, okay? really? So the reason I, you know, I, I was really not even familiar with the song until I <laughs> went to Celtics games during a certain era when uh, KG was playing. Mm-hmm. But before the opening tip of every game, yeah. he would go down to the support, the support that held up the backboard and the basket, and he would bang his head yes. against that support. What the heck was before, that about? I don't know. He was crazy. He was a crazy guy, but uh, a great, he great did. basketball player. Yeah. 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 yeah I've so never seen say, him do it. Yeah. And I was there the other day, and I said, geez, whenever I hear that song, I always think about KG okay. banging his head against the support. Nobody does it anymore. Yeah. Cool. You know, he had... 
he had panache, that guy. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you know, he did. Even the players that played against him knew that you were playing You were playing a game of basketball when you played against him, you know? And apparently he was like one of the biggest trash talkers of all time. He was. As was Larry Bird. Yeah, Larry was the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah. I mean, if you go on YouTube, folks, and just look up Larry Bird trash talking, you will find volumes, and they're all great stories. I mean, that shows you the character of the kid. He was great. Yeah. He was great. Oh, there's no doubt. No doubt about it, man. You know, the other day I said something to you when we were off the air, and you you were like, what? When I told you that I watch wrestling. You yes. couldn't believe it. No, well, you no, know we what? Weren't on, we weren't off the air. You said that Did on I the air. Did I say it on the you air? You said yeah. it on the air. I, am, I, am now found, I have now found uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. All right? I've started watching again. He's uh, back, right? He's, he's back. back. Yeah. And this guy is the GOAT. All right? Just wanted to say. I mean, there's been a lot of great wrestlers. Better than Bruno San Martino? Oh, God, no. yeah. Good old Bruno. No, I don't know. Bruno I was an old timer. And you know what? Without but, him, we would have had no wrestling because he was an icon, especially in Madison Square Garden. But but wrestling really has come forward in such a way that uh, there's a lot more moves, a lot more athleticism than he had. But he had personality. Yeah. And without him to start, we would be nowhere. I loved San Martino. Yeah, and uh, Ronda Rousey is back, right? Yes, she is. She is. WrestleMania is coming out April 2nd in Dallas. In Dallas. Yes. April 2nd. 2nd and 3rd. It's two days. Wow. But I'm telling you, the the show that guy Brock Lesnar puts on for his his friends. Yeah, I mean, it's a great show. show. I mean, it really is. You never get gypped. Never. If you go to a wrestling event. Not WWE. I used to go with, it used to be myself, my father, my (laughs) grandfather, his father, and his grandfather, oh four generations. Gosh. And Garden, on, you talk about on, on Saturday nights at the Boston Garden. Wow. Uh, promoted by the late great Abe Ford, uh, who put together some great wow. wrestling cards at that time Amazing. back in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it was it was a lot of fun. It was very the most intense match I ever saw. Actually, it was pretty intense, and it was like almost real wrestling for like yeah. Sometimes for like it a does. half hour. Yeah. Was a championship match between Bruno San Martino. And Professor Toro Tanaka. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember them. Yeah. Bill, they played a lot together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those guys were best friends backstage. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I and, mean, it's a great show, though. And, and anybody that says it. it's fake, go try doing what they do right. in the ring. <laughs> right. Well, so, some, you know, since you're such a fan, I'm going to try to get to my friend Johnny Vegas in here. Yeah. Who uh, wrestled for many years on a lower circuit uh, yeah. in New England, and I think you'd enjoy. Oh, good. Talking with uh, absolutely, Johnny. yeah, absolutely. I right, have to take one more break, Jay, <laughs> and and then and then we're gonna wrap things up. Sounds good. Right after these words on AM fourteen fifty one zero three nine FM in the Capital Region, one zero one nine FM in the Manchester area, and all over the place at the nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. We're heading down the home stretch. Down the stretch they come. <laughs> pretty pretty soon it'll be derby time. It'll be derby time before you know it. What else can we talk about in sports? I know. No, but we, we touched uh, I pretty much all of them in, in this in this program. We haven't even mentioned baseball. I know. And let's not, because it makes me sick the way things are going I right know. now. Well, we did that the last show. Although things by now may be resolved. I don't know. Well, I haven't uh, seen anything online. No, so. no. But uh, at any rate, we thank you very much for uh, joining us. And uh, always a pleasure to have you with us. And, uh, Jane, we will see you real soon. Yes, and, sir. And uh, we'll talk about some other 
are great things that, uh, you know, people may yell at their radio, but that's good. <laughs> we like to get people excited that's right. about listening to the radio right here on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com.